late start, but it's all good. What's up, everybody? That Carter Show back at you one more time. Interview after interview, last after last. And if you're bored, you're bored. But, it, you know, I'm here to entertain and I'm here to please and I'm here to showcase my skills. And if you're hating on that, you know what you can do. You know what it is, man. Deshaun Carter, that's my name. That's what I was born with down in South Carolina. Born at MUSC Hospital. North Charleston, man. Grew up down there. Played basketball all my life. You heard the stories. Just go back to the older episodes and listen to them. Uh, I'm going back to the roots this time around because... uh, Today's guest is holds very uh, closely to my heart because this is technically my first roommate I've ever had. And when I say roommate, I mean like living for an exterior period of time while like spending money. Um, my first year of college, actually. So not chilling in a hotel with a teammate or uh, being on my cousin's couch or uh, a friend of the family has me over for weeks. Nah, this is like the real deal. This is the dude I shared a room with. This is a dude that has um, been there. I've slept next to this dude. So, I mean, like, it ain't like that, but it's like that, you know what I'm saying? So, to take it back, man, uh, this goes back to Charlotte, North Carolina. First roommate ever. His name's Tony. Tony Howarth. Uh, Good dude, man. I feel like um, this is the epitome uh What's the word I'm looking for? The epitome. Epitome? It's the epitome. Epitome of a hustler. Is that right? Leave it Leave it in the comments if I said that right. I want to see it light up right now. So this guy is the epitome of a hustler, man. I watched this guy grow a brand from scratch. Literally. Like, I, I was sitting in the room with him, and we started creating some ideas because we're geeks, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're real nerd types. We were playing video games, like, all day long, dude. I'm talking, like, missing class because I needed to beat his high score. Um, him leaving class early because I was talking shit because I beat his high score. Um and and we didn't play that new shit, man. We went back to the old days, dude. We had uh, we had the N sixty four, we had the Wii, we had uh I don't think we ever had a Super Nintendo, but our our console of choice at that time was a PlayStation two. And and by far might be the best console known to man. Now and we can't compare it to like an Xbox One, we can't compare it to a PS4. Like we're we're talking classic like where you get your sticks from. Pick your sticks up because this is where like games happen all right so me and him would play all the time we were like all right what are we in college for we were both in college for graphic design at the time um we didn't really know where it would take us but i felt like um this was definitely a good starting point charlotte north carolina is a nice city um i just didn't know how to finagle it eventually as you can tell my path didn't lead there it led to me talking to you in your car or in your headphones, wherever you're listening to this. Hopefully it's at like Eiffel Tower and you got some bad one with you and she's like, Oh, babe, put your headphones out. Are you like, nah, 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 TCS is on, TCS is on. I can't I can't pause this right now. A new episode just dropped. New episode just dropped, babe. I can't Alright, you, you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, uh I'm losing track. I'm losing track. I'm up I'm up late. This is what I do. Um so 
This is my guy right here. I wouldn't have seen Boondock Saints without this guy. Thank him. I would have never seen American History X without him. Thank him. I probably wouldn't have gotten past where I was in college without him. Thank him. I would definitely wouldn't have woken up one time. This is new. Me waking up early and staying up late. This is new. This is this ain't nothing. Actually, it ain't it ain't new new. It's like uh I don't know. It's a couple of years now. I've been grinding. I, I do my thing now. I'm I'm a little bit, a little bit more grown. But um Tony is to get serious. Tony is the founder CEO of Inner Geek Designs, and you can find his work at innergeekdesigns.com. Um, Inner Geek Designs on Twitter, Instagram, the whole shebang. You know this. Um, follow him, man, because if you want to see a kid who took a piece of paper and turned it into a business, this is the guy you want to talk to, man. Um, I, I have a high respect for this guy, man. Um, Words can't even explain. I'm not going to edit any of this because it's real. Um, so he, we started in the room together. We were just creating, being goofy like we do. And we were like, hey, um, I want to bring out the inner geek. I want, I, he's like, I want to, when people see this, I want their inner geek side to come out. And he took that and he ran with it, man. It was a logo literally with a skull and some glasses with tape wrapped around the middle dude it was the most simplest thing ever and i've been rocking with this forever i still have uh stickers all over my equipment at home i have um i will forever die and live by his brand because i saw it from scratch happen man it's it's a remarkable thing what i saw so i'm not going to sit here and talk your head off but i mean uh if you're out there and you're in college or if you're an entrepreneur and you're starting a business, or if you just don't have um, the right path, you don't know which way to take, you don't know what business moves to make, and you don't know how to network, this is the interview for you. This is the episode that you need to listen to to get your life together. Without further ado, the owner of Inner Geek Designs, Tony Howarth. Now, this is a very special episode because if you know anything about me, I try to stay loyal and try to put people on. And uh, this is a guy, pretty much my first roommate ever, pretty much one of the most awesome guys. I just watched uh, Boondock Saints the other day, and I would have never seen Boondock Saints without this man. So if you see in the description, look up his contact information and thank him. Thank him for fucking putting me onto the biggest plateau ever and I saw this kid grow literally from nothing I saw him create a brand from scratch and now I can I, I think I can say that this is your 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 legit business now I, I don't know if it's creating 100% of your income but definitely you're definitely getting paid off of this is that right yeah I mean yeah. it's like it's about fifty-fifty right now. Awesome, awesome. So we got Tony Howarth in the house. Uh, go ahead and tell people about yourself, man. Uh, my name's Tony. I'm a graphic designer in Charlotte. I do uh, web design, graphic design. I got a, a company called Intergeek Designs. We do uh, clothing, T-shirts, stickers, prints. Then we also do graphic design, and then I also do uh, graphic design for a business down here in house. 
awesome. I see you're very, very active on social media, too. I see you're at all of the conventions, uh, Comic-Cons. You're really reaching out to your demographic, too. Yeah, we try to we specialize like in the geek culture and all the pop culture. It's uh it's basically a geek brand, which is a lot different than like urban brands and stuff. Definitely, definitely. This isn't your rock aware, your like steady like rapper kind of like <laughs> clothing line or anything like that. You're a whole businessman. I see you guys got print design. You're you're you'll do marketing for companies. You'll pretty much start their brand from scratch. I can see. Yeah, we just recently did a. Uh... A company that's actually got a similar name to us. It's called Intergeek Statues, and we did their logo, the website. We did marketing for them. We got their whole e-commerce website up and going for them, and everything. Awesome, man! And your site's really clean too. So, I mean, if you need a site out there, this is definitely the guy you want to talk to. Uh, what's the website? It's Intergeeks. No, InnerGeekDesigns.com. Now, tell yep. me about the origins of this, because I was actually in the room with you as you were creating this. This was years ago, actually, so I'm very yeah. excited to hear the progress as to how that is coming along. I mean, it originally just started as me and you just kicking back and just coming up with ideas and trying to figure out what to do with it. And it originally just started as Inner Geek, and then just it kind of grew. And then as I was getting closer to graduate and they said, well, you need a logo and stuff. I'm like, well, I already have this and it's established. So why not just roll it into designs and kind of merge the two. I definitely remember that you had every, your entire business model and plan set out like a year before you graduated. Yeah. Yeah. This, um, and it's crazy just to see the same logo. You stayed loyal to it. And it's kind of like a stamp in time now, because every time I see this, it's like, man, I was a part of something very special. I mean, it's it's slightly changed, but now it's just so simplified. It's just that's it. I feel like that's the best thing, though. It's like it's so simple that when you see it, it's like, oh, man, that's definitely inner geek. And I definitely can I definitely know that their brand is definitely top notch. And I, it's crazy just to see it grow from nothing from Goku is our savior. Remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, I just to redo that. <laughs> so uh tell us what uh some of the earlier designs started out as and uh more about how it's growing into kind of the modern day inner geek design site now um well when it first started off it was just more of me dicking around in photoshop and learning illustrator and figuring out what i can get away with actually i'm, I'm trying to find this fine line of what is a parody and what I can get away with. Yes, because fair, fair use laws are very, very real. Um, I remember some of the designs you started out doing, like uh, kind of Digimon parodies and Pokemon parodies, things like that. Um, did you ever receive any type of uh, lawsuit or any type of cease and desist or anything like that? Uh, well, we have a Red Bubble store, and I've received a lot of cease and de uh, just the takedowns of my artwork. But okay. it's I think it's more of just Redbubble doesn't want to stand up for fair use because a lot of the stuff I can see that I could see that it could be doing it, but it's also it's a completely new take on the characters. Exactly, it's more. I see uh, some designs are based upon the silhouette of the character, or it's completely remodeled. It's not the exact character, and it's not uh, trademarked either. But. Exactly. Uh, it's definitely reaching out to a lot of geeks out there. You're definitely living up to the name because uh, name name. What was the first of live event you went to? Uh, the first live event I went to was uh, Summer Love. It was a local festival down here. It was I don't know, probably about 200 people. I was kind of tied into it the second year. I was doing the posters and stuff for it. So 
Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, for anyone listening who uh, is just starting out, start local because uh, you're not gonna like crush it at Comic Con in San Diego or in New York or L.A. or anything like that. You gotta start small. Um, exactly. Let's see what else we got. Um, so how? Do, what's your process to reaching out to different brands to try to model, um, like to market for that specific company? Um, it, it kind of depends on each one. Like if it's I, uh, the most recent one is the, probably the easiest for me to think of. They were selling statues of like comics and stuff like that, and that is such like a, it's such a niche market to just even sell anything to that yeah, they totally. kind of had to they kind of had to use social media and Facebook groups to really get honed into their specific niche. Definitely. Uh, so like paying for ads maybe like did you use any of that type of tactics to grow your name uh yeah i did like i i, I did a couple times but facebook's kind of died out now i'm using instagram more instagram's using is helping out a lot i feel like yeah i feel like instagram definitely took the step forward even though they're owned by facebook i don't know if that's still the case but uh i think instagram now has like a way better search engine to find like a certain niche like you were saying yeah yeah um like uh going to local events helps a lot like uh i've gone to heroes con two times this two years in a row which is like the biggest convention in charlotte definitely uh i i, I hear they're bringing if i'm not mistaken like kind of like a twitch it's it's not really like twitch con but like i think it's for gamers actually and i, yeah. I was thinking if i can get down there to get some interviews and even hop on some old games like we used to, man. I definitely want to come down there and visit for sure. Oh, yeah. I still got the PS2 and Budokai. Oh, my God, man. Let me tell everyone out there a story. Okay, so endless nights, 3, 4 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, me and Tony would go head to head. And I swear, if, if these games had leaderboards or online play, it would be a constant back and forth battle as to who me and Tony would be uh, at <laughs> first place. I'm telling you, it was like that. Uh, wh who was your character of choice? I don't. I don't really remember. Uh, I think it was uh, Super Saiyan Four Gogeta. Oh my god, so hard to beat, dude. He was like a cheat code, man. <laughs> I remember Android Seventeen was mine. Yep. I definitely remember that. Uh, Loved Gohan too, man. Those are games that are just classic with our relationship, man. Because like, yeah. that's always yeah. gonna like keep us connected for sure. Um, are you still into the gaming culture at all? Yeah, I've kind of like stepped away from consoles and gone to PC gaming now. Definitely, I uh, I've never been a PC gamer, but I picked up H one Z one. I don't know if you know what that is. I'm yeah, pretty I sure do. you do. Yeah. Uh, oh man that game's such a beast of a game man i love it but i i honestly don't have a computer fast enough to run these type of games yeah man it's it, it's so much better than just getting a console for sure all right hey give us some uh like some of your inner geek moments you know like what's uh some of the things you grew up watching on tv or uh games that you played or uh were you uh, a trading card guy what kind of guy were you in growing up man i was I was the biggest Nintendo fanboy growing up. Man, oh man. Nintendo. Like, when I grew up, my one Christmas I asked for a Nintendo. I didn't specify one it, and I wanted a 64, but I got a Super Nintendo. Ooh. I have no regrets about getting it, <laughs> Not at all. 
Good old days, man. blowing up, kicking up dust from the cartridges, man. Gotta oh, man, I had I had a Killer Instinct game for that, and that was like the epitome of Super Nintendo. It had a black cartridge and everything. Oh, my God. You're making me squeam. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait, man. I, mine, dude, uh, Sega Genesis all day. Cause... Man, I, I knew people at Sega Genesis, but it was just like... There's so many games for Super Nintendo that I were know, just great. I know, man. Oh, Donkey Kong Country. Super I had Street that Fighter. and the second one. I feel like everyone, like, at some point in time, like, I don't know how expensive games were back then, but everyone had a huge crate of just cartridges of games. Yeah. Like I that, had a shoebox. Oh, my God. So many games. And now they're dirt cheap, man, and they're not really yeah. worth a damn, but, I mean, it's part of the culture, you know what I'm saying? Well, see, when I had my Super Nintendo, it was right when the, the Nintendo 64 was, like, probably at its midlife. So yeah, all the cartridges yeah. were, like, 20 bucks at Walmart. Yep, definitely. Oh, man, I remember going, I think Walmart had, like, its own kind of, like, blockbuster. Or maybe it was Kmart where I grew up. But um, it had all the games. When Nintendo 64 was brand new, like, when uh, getting, like, Mario Kart and Smash Brothers and stuff was the thing. Like yep. all the Sega stuff was still pretty expensive. You you get it for six or seven bucks, which is like unheard of now. You get it for dirt cheap now, but crazy, dude. Uh, all right, uh, all right. I'll probably edit some of this out. All the edits. Uh, name some of your big clients that you've worked with so far. Uh, probably my biggest client is the one that I work for in house, and that's uh Jim Myers and Sons. And they're a local business down here. And do they uh, revolve strictly around logo design, or is it print design, or what is it exactly? Um, they mainly do, like, uh, wastewater and water treatment equipment. I'm just their in-house graphic and web designer. Nice. So, so, like, when I first came in there, they had nothing, and I built it all from the ground up, and it was going tooth and nail the entire time. So you, you're really one of the chosen kids who, after college, actually got a job in their field. Yeah, like yeah. I, there was no if and or buts about it. Oh yeah, yeah. I I remember, dude. Your your chips were all in. Like, uh, I just remember waking up, trying to catch a shuttle, just to get to class and not really learn anything because we all at some point realized that if you want to do what you want to do, you have to just start doing it. No one's gonna teach you and no one's gonna show you the way. You have to fend for your own. And, uh, yeah. man, I just remember you just drawing from scratch, man. So if anyone out there is listening, just take your work serious, but don't take it too serious because not everyone's going to have your same vision, I feel like. Like, you just got to yeah. start from where you know you can take it and then go full throttle from there. Uh, you got any advice for anybody out there who has like dreams of being a graphic designer or like, is there any tips you would give along your journey, um, that you wouldn't want someone else to hiccup or stop soon enough? Uh, I mean, I would say if you start doing school and you get out there, keep your expectations low of where you're going to start. Cause I know a lot of good graphic designers that are just starting at the bottom now. Right. Right. I mean, you're not going to hop right into like a facebook or something maybe i hear myspace is hiring though so if anyone out there wants to go hit up myspace yeah go do that i mean unless like <laughs> unless you start getting your portfolio built like the day you come in you're gonna do a lot of grunt work going for head first yeah i feel like you got to be real nice at that so i mean like 
so we were in the same uh school like i started in fashion and then i transferred to graphic i have no idea why i started with fashion because i wanted (laughs) I, i wanted to be more like wide with like my selection so i guess it started with me actually wanting to start a clothing line but it actually i'm still not doing any of that stuff so i don't know why i wasted money and all that time doing that but i mean i I met awesome people like this guy tony here so um school's not for everyone but i mean school's definitely a good way to start out for sure so uh what's what's like a day in the life of a graphic designer like um, it's waking up, checking emails, seeing which clients denied what you did, and figuring out what they're saying needs to be changed without them saying what needs to be changed. Definitely. So, um, how many countless hours? Now, I have a couple questions. So, how many times are you sending files that get denied? Like, how many times out of 10 would you say? Um, well, since I set it up a way that if a client they get two alterations, and then after that, they have to get charged for. So that keeps it down to a minimum, but it's usually about four or five times. Okay, starting out, what's the rate that you charge? Uh for logos, it's like two hundred for a website. Depending if it's HTML or WordPress, it can range from a grand to two grand. There you go, right there. Look, so so I mean, like, you can pretty much make a living if you have the hustle. So it's all yeah, it's, it's all about you, you know. Uh, it's a lot of work, and it's a lot of making sure that clients know why you're charging what you're charging. I feel like a lot of them will fight for what you're charging. Yeah, you ever had anyone who uh, just kept requesting new um, revisions of the work? and uh, like, So do you make them sign a contract or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I learned that real quick to sign a contract. I after bet, I man. A client to a lawyer to a client after they stole my work, so... Oh really, really? Because I remember your first uh, couple designs ended up on Deviant Art, and I think that's kind of how like you got a little fan base going. Yeah, it was, and it 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 helped me at least figure out what was out there if it was even gonna work before I even started putting money down in it, and how to make how, sure it had legs before it started walking. For sure. How do you feel? Um, how how is it being like a like kind of like a small fish in a big pond you know cuz like everyone is doing geek work everyone is uh, a nerd nowadays everyone has that kind of a uh, geek culture to them everyone is interested in the same things how do you stand out from everyone else um i think it's mainly being authentic like going to comic cons and all these other conventions you can tell right out when someone's just there just for the money I mean, it's good to get the money, but I'd rather actually sit there and talk with people about this stuff and have good conversations and make good connections instead of making thousands of dollars over no, the weekend. There's nothing, nothing wrong with thousands of dollars, but you got to network because, I mean, a one-off yeah. isn't going to feed you forever, you know? Exactly. Dude, uh, so what would you say your strong suit is? Is it uh, like Photoshop, uh, Adobe Audition? And what would you suggest someone uh, learn first before they waste their time with anything else? When I first started off, it was definitely Photoshop. Like I, I knew that program in and out, but now I'd say it's Illustrator. I feel like that Illustrator program. is the dopest program next I mean, to one... like all my audio programs here. But I mean, like when it comes to like, typography and design like it's top-notch i think yeah once you get used to it it's the best program in the world 
I uh, I definitely want to come visit again, man, because I know you've been grinding and you've grown so much, man. I'm proud of you, man, because I mean, like I said, like literally, I saw it from the beginning, and you you can yeah. you can contest to that, you know. So yeah, yeah, it it's, was literally starting from a bedroom and still is kind of in a bedroom, but yeah, growing yeah. out. But hey, man, uh, and it's only been a couple years. Like how many? Like five, six, maybe. <laughs> I mean, three or four years. Yeah, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I, I believe in you, man. That's why I wanted to get you on the show today, because I know a lot of people out there are trying to be creative. Uh, how do you get yourself out of, like, say, like a roadblock when it comes to creativity? Um, honestly, I just I put everything down. It, it's probably the best thing I can do. It's gotten to the point now where, like, this has become my busiest year, so I have to start alternating my days or else I'll burn myself out to the point where I don't want to even touch a design program. Yeah, and that's got to be the hardest thing, too, because, I mean, when this is your job, well, I mean, like, you can, it depends because you can treat it like a side job or you can treat it like your life, you know, and I know you treat this yeah. like your life because I, I can tell by the way you work online and everything like that. Um what do you do exactly when you get burned out? Do you just kind of space yourself out, or w w what's your ticket to getting past that? I mean, when I when I get burned out, I just just open up Steam, find the next game that I want to play, and just start playing it. So I feel like I even want to touch a design program again, Definitely. which could be a day, could be a week, could be a month. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't let me get on an online game, dude, because I'll be in there <laughs> for like four or five days. <laughs> I I looked today on Steam to see how many hours I put on DC Universe Online. I put 73 hours in there. I was oh like, that's a lot of life. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I had uh, DC Universe. Do you, Can you believe someone stole the PS3, the PS3 <laughs> I bought there, dude? I, yeah, someone, I moved to Cleveland and like literally like two days later, someone broke into my shit and stole everything it was crazy but uh anyway i had dc universe i never got to play it though i don't know if it was really compatible with the ps3 maybe i needed a ps4 i don't know but i don't know it's made for the ps3 and ps4 huh is it a good game oh it's it's addictive on so okay. many levels <laughs> a lot of people are playing overwatch you ever play that Yes, I've played the crap out of that game oh, in the beta. I was like, I will get this game when I have the time. <laughs> so what's your top three games you're playing right now? Uh, top three games right now? DC Universe Online, Brawlhalla, uh, Hearthstone, and then when my girlfriend's son's over, I'm playing Minecraft with him. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, Hearthstone is a big one, dude. That's I always see people streaming that game. Man, that game is so addictive on so many levels. Oh, my God. So this is what I'm thinking about, man. Um, so now that I'm doing this show and I'm working for this company, I sometimes I haven't really worked it into my everyday repertoire yet, but I think I can get passes to go to these type of events for media purposes. Right. Um, now, I'm trying to go to all the big ones. I'm trying to fly out to go to, like, TwitchCon. I'm, I'm highly obsessed with Twitch. I think Twitch is going to be... I mean, it, it technically is YouTube for gaming. It's crazy, but it's, it's, I think... I can see Twitch going past gaming, though. I can see it becoming, uh, like, replacing TV tell in me about 20 it, years. Man. I want to get you down with this program, because, I mean, me and you kick back, and we play games until, like... We'll play a game for a year straight, man, and run it into the ground. You know, I've never met anyone who can match me when it comes to just the Did level. We, how many discs do we go through on the PS? Oh my god! Stuff? I think we we've 
I think the PS2 has tapped out on us several times, actually. It's actually starting to die now. <laughs> it literally doesn't have any life left. Like, the cores is just eating itself from the inside out. Like, I tried to watch Deadpool the other day, and it started dying. I was oh like, oh, this God. is bad. So, um, now that, like, Twitch and all these, uh, like, capture cards are out, I think we can probably get Budokai on to Twitch, and we need to show the world how good we really are. Because I'm pretty sure if we got together it would be just like after i don't know you right now you'd probably destroy me but i, I haven't even touched it oh i need God. like 20 minutes of figuring out how to play the game again <laughs> it gives me chills man because i like we were we used to cut our health bars down to the very last little sliver of life <laughs> <laughs> and one person would die and one person would be barely breathing that's how good it was man so that and tony hawk <laughs> Love those games, man, for sure. All right, man. Hey, uh, do you have uh, anything you want to promote or shout out? Because, I mean, uh, I definitely want you to share this with your uh, followers. And I just want to pretty much help people, man. Anytime I can shine light on anyone who's doing good, man, I want to do that. So go ahead and give the people uh, your information. Um, Right now, we're currently updating our Redbubble store to have uh, some new designs we have going on. We got some new pals going on. We got Deadpool, and we got all the Z Fighters we're working through. Nice, nice. Z Fighters then, as in uh, Dragon Ball Z. And if you don't yeah. watch Dragon Ball Z, don't listen to my fucking show. All right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, also, we're getting ready to uh, have all our social media start doing voting for... Um, our 2017 lineup, we're going to be doing uh, some stickers, some prints, some shirts. We're going to let everyone choose what we want to, what they want to see. Hell yeah. And we'll get it done. All right. So uh, I actually want to do something special with you. So um, let's do the 20th person to subscribe on iTunes, follow on Snap, uh, follow on SoundCloud. And uh, you have to share on at least one of your social medias. I'm going to send you some inner geek swag. So whether it, it could be a sticker, it could be a T-shirt, it's gonna, it, it'll be something. But uh, you guys got to participate. So if you're listening right now, um, if I don't reach 20, whatever. I mean, like if you if you show love like that, I, I'll look out for you. But we're, we're me and Tony are going to hook something up for you. All right. Yeah, uh, cool, man. Yeah. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming on the show today, dude. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problem.